Alright, welcome into the show. It's A-Way-1 here, and this is my first ever podcast episode. This is going to be my new podcast that I'm going to be starting. I'm not sure how much I'll be able to upload at first because of the timing right now in the world. I don't have too much time at the moment. However, I did want to start this brand new podcast because there's a lot of information that I want to share with you guys and I figured this would be a very easy way to do it and also a way to branch out and find new viewers and new people to check out my content to see if that's something they want to take a look at and something they want to listen to. So this topic we're going to cover a various number of things. This podcast channel is going to be about crypto and Bitcoin who really invented Bitcoin, what is the main purpose of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, also crypto scams, and the YouTubers, the role that they play in perpetuating this cryptocurrency and this Bitcoin industry. So this first episode here will be all about Bitcoin and who created it, and I'll share with you guys my research about what I have found for Bitcoin's connection and who possibly created it. So if you like these style of podcasts, let me know and I will try to make more of these. There's gonna be some free versions and there's also gonna be some premium versions that I'll be having on Patreon because that is the way that I have to be able to support myself. So if you guys truly like the content, you could give back and support me through donating to the Patreon and that'll be for the more premium content, but I will still have some free content. You know, of course, I usually make cryptocurrency videos and things like that nature. So this podcast here is going to be all about crypto secrets and conspiracies throughout this crypto space and throughout the world here. So we're going to try to tie it all together. This episode, who created Bitcoin and why? So I'll dive right into some of the research here. You know, Bitcoin created in 2009 by Satoshi Nakamoto. And we'll get into the name Satoshi Nakamoto here in a second. But first, let's dive into the way Bitcoin was constructed and how exactly it works with the SHA-256 hash. That's the way it works on the SHA-256 hashing algorithm. That is the way Bitcoin functions and operates and secures its protocols. Now, this was first initially invented by the NSA, the National Security Agency, in 2001. That is when they first published the use of the SHA-256 hashing algorithm. So essentially, they created that algorithm. They actually own that technology. Now, of course, it is an open source technology, so the creator of Bitcoin could have used that technology from the NSA in the open source. However, the ties there are a little suspect. In my opinion, they would have to have known about that. That's not something that they really made public knowledge, the SHA-256 hashing algorithm, you know, to encrypt things because that's something that they do on their end because they want to make sure that other countries and terrorists and things like that can't hack into their secure documents. So they secure it with the 256 algorithm to encrypt things, compress things, and that's how it really started. And so if you break it down into the name Satoshi Nakamoto, it actually is very interesting how that breaks down. So the name Satoshi can come from possible meanings of intelligent. That is the word Satoshi could mean intelligent. And the word Nakamoto could come from a term meaning central, so central intelligence. That is what some people are leading to believe, and rightfully so, because some of the meetings do actually trace back to in 
Japanese, the word Nakamoto could come from the meaning of central. And with Satoshi, it could come from different Japanese writings of intelligent. So central intelligent, are they, you know, continuing to troll or is that just what these powers that be do? And they actually are putting their main ways they are doing things out in the public eye, but coded in a way that most people cannot see it. But they don't want to keep it a total secret from everybody. Those that are enlightened enough can see through this stuff because that is what they actually want to do is the people that are enlightened enough to see it. They're okay with them knowing that, but it's the main masses that they want to keep fooled. And it's it's a very sick game that they do play. There's very reasons behind that, but that is the main gist of what the NSA and CIA really do. And, you know, the fact that those two ties right off the bat could tie it to the possible CIA and NSA connections is very telling. Now, you may ask yourself, why would they want to create this? Why would they want to put this currency out into the world? What is the benefit of them? Well, there's many benefits because, as you may not know, the CIA and NSA are actually separate from the government. Even though they are government organizations, they are technically third-party government organizations, and they can kind of do things and they have their own budgets and things that they want to do. So if they want to put money somewhere and they don't want Wall Street and political figures and potentially people in government seeing what they are doing, they want to hide that. And cryptocurrency is a very easy way to hide that and transport the funds. That's another huge thing is being able to transport the funds throughout different borders, you know, remotely without having to physically transport that to somebody's bank or give somebody the cash. So that can benefit them as well. And then it can be a good way in the future if they do roll out a, you know, cryptocurrency, you know, main financial sector that it would help them to trace all of where the money is coming from and where it's going. And so there is benefits of that to, you know, be able to have this currency that is separate from the main fiat, which if you want to invest in the main fiat, there's stocks and bonds and things like that, but just a separate financial sector to have that they could use to pump up the price and just inflate different assets and inflate their wealth, basically, which is what they have done as Bitcoin went from literally pennies to thousands and tens of thousands of dollars. And that money was basically just created out of thin air over time. Was Bitcoin created in response to the housing crash of 2008, of the economy crashing then, as a way to get more money and just start building a second financial system? That's possible as well. I'll even go a bit deeper as to what I'm really seeing with all of this and this cryptocurrency, especially today with the way that things have gone on with this COVID-19 and Bill Gates and all of these things, and especially how all this technology, this computer technology, these internet, all of these things have just come to be so fast and just really just came out of nowhere and just started really taking over our world. You know, nowadays, everybody has a smartphone. Everybody's on social media. If you're not, you're basically lost in society. And, you know, I will agree as well. I do have a smartphone. It comes in great handy when I need to use maps or make a call or look up a restaurant or something. It is very convenient. I do like my technology. But, of course, everything that is convenient 
like that comes with a price. You know, what are we doing to the environment? What kind of radio waves are we using? What type of radiation are we putting into the environment and things like that? So that's the things I think of. Of course, these big governments, these big businesses, these big billionaires, they're not really thinking of that because what they're just thinking of is making money and the bottom line. There are so many people in the world that if a few million or a few hundreds of million fell sick or ill because of some technology, that's okay for them because there's already too many people in the world anyway. So these people don't think like that. They are very cold hearted. They really don't have a heart and they just really operate like machines in a way. And we're going to get to that in a second when we talk about quantum computers and the AI artificial intelligent connection. So Bill Gates, could he possibly be Satoshi Nakamoto? That is what I am really researching and trying to figure out because in my opinion, I think he is. I think he's the one that kind of started all of this for the governments to get it rolling. Now, could he have helped them create the SHA-256 back in 2001? That is also a possibility because that's really right when the computer age was really heating up. You know, you really had three main players in the computer technology space back in the early 2000s and the early 1990s. You had IBM, you had Apple, and you had Microsoft. And really Microsoft was the one that really started technology of having an interface to the computer. And even Steve Jobs had to use some of Bill Gates' technology to create the Apple computer. So he really was the first to create something like this, Bill Gates. And you wonder, you know, where did he get that from? How did he get that technology? And so there's a lot of just questions that remain unanswered. You know, how do you just create something that has never been created before and that humans have never seen? You know, there was no internet back in, you know, the 1950s and there was no cell phones and all this stuff. And literally less than a hundred years, we have some insane technology and some really powerful technology that really has come out of nowhere and you know where has it come from is it from you know aliens other dimensions where is this coming from there's really so many conspiracies about this and you cannot know for sure you know there's no way to know for sure only god knows for sure and you know we're just here trying to learn as much as we can so could bill gates have helped the governments create the SHA-256 and then literally eight years later helped them create Bitcoin. And what I think Bitcoin was created from was from a quantum computer that had artificial intelligence in it, that Bill Gates created the artificial intelligence. And once you start creating an artificial intelligence, you can't really stop it because it just continues to grow and grow and grow. And what they probably did was because all of these technocrats and these people in technology now they're all big on computer models they create a computer model of the world and what happens if we do this in the computer model what's going to happen over here they just did the same thing with the covid outbreak they had you know a computer model and they simulated what would happen if a covid 19 outbreak happened and just a chain reaction after that so could they have created in 2009 an artificial intelligence and basically said how do we fix this crisis this financial crisis and how do we get ourselves out of this fiat paper money race and just continue to just have funds and that's when the ai basically created bitcoin as an answer to their problems because that's what these people do they create these ai technologies to ask them their problems and have it try to fix 
problems that they have, whether it's in their business or anything in the world, really. And so I believe that the AI created the Bitcoin as a response to their concerns and basically what they told the AI that they wanted to help fix. And that was created by Bill Gates. And, you know, he is Satoshi Nakamoto, the CIA, the NSA. And so why, you know, people always say, well, why hasn't Satoshi touched the wallets? That's because the AI created it and probably they can't get access to it because the AI has access to it and they can't do anything. And it's basically trapped forever unless the AI maybe, you know, gets smart enough to who knows, who really knows what could happen. But that is a possibility, you know, that I'm really looking at. And, you know, where is this AI coming from? Where is this artificial intelligence actually coming from? You know, is it aliens? Is it futuristic people? Is it other dimensions? What really is all of this? And that's where I believe a lot of the technology today has really come from. Whether it's crashed UFOs that have crash landed, that people have found technology that is still somewhat usable in those ships that they could reverse engineer, whether it was trips to the moon where they found bases on the moon. There's a bunch of conspiracies about that, how that's why we don't go back to the moon because they discovered an alien base with all this technology there. You know, there's conspiracies about, you know, that's where they got the iPhone technology. Someone picked up a little iPhone on the moon and brought it home and they wanted to see what this was and they gave it to someone they knew in the space, which was Steve Jobs at the time because Bill Gates was busy with his AI technology, so they gave it to Steve Jobs to look at. You know, that could be possibly why Steve Jobs got cancer so early, because he was exposed to this type of technology that humans shouldn't really be exposed to. So there's just so many things that connect the dots. It really just <laughs> blows my mind to really think about at times. And it really all ties into Bitcoin and AI. What is really going on? Who's really trying to run this world? And what is the main end game about this? And especially now we see it with this COVID-19, this new world order type of society that we're living in. And are they trying to usher in this cryptocurrency to the masses? And that's what a lot of people believe, that eventually everything will be cryptocurrency based. We'll have a digital dollar. And that's really the AI's plan to continue this and just really put more control that's really what it's all about, control, oversight, knowing exactly what's going on. Because at the end of the day, whether you believe in God or not, these people on the earth that are billionaires and these people that are running these governments, they really, at the end of the day, there's only a few things that they can do once they get so much money. It's all about control, controlling what you want to do. Because we outnumber these people by the hundreds of millions. If you guys have seen the movie Ants, there's a scene in there, you know, all the ants rise up against the grasshoppers. They just, they team up and they realize we do have power when we are together. And that's really what I believe here. Can we really stop it at this point? Can we stop it? Or have they really dumbed enough people down through smartphones, through television, through social media, and just not caring about what's really going on in the world, but just caring about everyday things. Where did you eat here? Who'd you see, you know, at this party? Just little things that just keep us distracted from what is really going on in the world and what these people are building behind our backs to basically take over this planet and change everything that we have known as far as the human race goes. And at the end of the day, it's really about merging with this technology and, you know, becoming the technology in a way. Like Bill Gates comes out with the technology in the future 
where you could upload, you know, or even Elon Musk, I think is the one working on this. You can have a, a chip implanted in your brain that could upload information and you could just be a superpower brain and just get so many more things done because you're essentially having help from technology in your actual human body. And just those type of things really makes me question, you know, what is going on and Bitcoin really being at the center of it because it's really an easy way, like I said, for them to send funding across borders, for them to hide different black ops projects, what they're doing with the funds. And it just, to me, I don't see how it's just some random person out there named Satoshi Nakamoto could have come up with this complex Bitcoin and how it's been so accepted. You know, you have these exchanges, they're all so accepting, haven't shut it down. The United States hasn't outlawed it. It's legal to buy. You can go through Coinbase, you can go through these places. Of course, they have KYC, so they can track your bank accounts. There's just so many things that if Bitcoin was really what these anarchists believe, that it's something that can help give the power back to the people and be that thing that breaks us away from the current fiat system, gets away from this control of the government, when this, in a sense, it's actually the total opposite, and you're actually playing right into their hands because they are the ones that created it, and they would not allow this to get as big as it has to be able to go cash out your crypto. Because let's face it, guys, if they wanted, if the CIA, the NSA... The governments wanted to get rid of this. If this was nothing of their doing, that this was just created by people to help overthrow the powers that be, the central banks, it would already be shut down. It would be illegal everywhere. They would be cracking down on miners. They would be shutting down mining farms. There's none of that going on. They're allowing this. It's actually growing and getting more mainstream adoption and more mass adoption. Why is that? Because they want the masses to buy in. Because the governments and these people are already so positioned that they're just waiting for the masses to flood their money in so it makes them more rich. Because that's another way. And we'll talk about that more when we get into Ponzi schemes and crypto scams and, you know, these crypto YouTubers and other, you know, future topics. But just this topic right now is just something that really sparks my interest to think about. I really do like Bitcoin. You know, is this good bad or neutral about this information and to me it's just kind of neutral because i like the technology of bitcoin and i like the technology that it has spawned other projects to create that's the great thing about this is you don't just have bitcoin you have tons of other cryptos that might not have this connection this deep connection to the people that are controlling us that have been through centuries here on this earth there could be other projects like monero Tron, like other projects that could possibly not have this connection. And so, you know, crypto in general is a great technology and I do like the things that it provides and the different aspects that it can create and just what it can do. So the technology aspect, I definitely like it. It's just about the big picture of it and what they plan on doing really with the technology and where it plans on changing our society in the future. That is what kind of scares me a little bit and what I kind of have to take a step back and go, wow, is this what is really going on? That's what I'm really questioning. That's what I'm looking at. That's why I decided to make this podcast, why I decided to make this first episode. And I'll make more episodes in the future talking about these type of topics and more research that I do find in this space. So if you guys like that, subscribe to this podcast follow me on twitter follow me on instagram 
follow me on the decentralized video platforms, Library, BitChute, Vibravid. Those are the main three that I'm posting on because YouTube has already kicked me off. They're so centralized. We'll talk about that, like I said, future episodes. Look out for crypto scams. We'll talk about the BitConnect scam. We'll talk about crypto YouTubers. A bunch of other things coming up here on the Crypto Secrets and Conspiracy Theory podcast. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys are staying safe out there. We will continue to research and share with you guys as much as I can and expose you know, as much of this information as I can, help enlighten you and open your eyes to what is really going on in the world. And then maybe you can be more insightful and educated and share that with more people. And we can just start a chain reaction to wake more people up of what is really going on in this world. So I hope you guys have a great day wherever you guys are. Take care and take charge. And until the next time, we will talk again. Bits Away 1, out.